0: Trials and tribulations Life can get rough And through the storm we'll make it Just put your trust in him No matter what you're going through I know that I'll never leave you You feel that you can't Of course, this is the Get Happy with Jay podcast. Do me a quick favor if you will. Let's consider this an informal poll. I would love to know how you came across this podcast. Was it word of mouth? Were you doing an internet search somehow and came across us? Are you a podcast lover and was scrolling through your favorite podcast site and came across Get Happy with Jay? I would love to know. Please shoot me a comment on my Facebook page, which is you guessed it, Get Happy with Jay, and let me know how you came across Our little growing happy movement here. In this episode, we have the pleasure of talking to Sarah Dillefeld, the director of the newly formed Human Trafficking Department under the Center for Prevention of Abuse. Now, if you're anything like I was before having the opportunity to attend a training on the subject, you probably either are wondering exactly what it is, or you might have some idea but not the complete understanding of this worldwide crisis. Human trafficking is modern day slavery. It's easy to imagine it being a problem from some underdeveloped nation on a continent far away. But you might be surprised to know that it's a growing tragedy. And even in your state and in your town, it's sad and frightening to know that there are more people in slavery today than at any other time in history. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So first off, Tell us a little bit more about what human trafficking is, because when I sat in on a training under you, I mean, I was pretty flabbergasted. I thought I had an idea, but I had no clue. Yeah. So
1: human trafficking is really the exploitation of people. Um, It is done in one of two ways, um, labor exploitation or commercial sex exploitation. And it it happens under the guise of either force, fraud, or coercion. And it's really an attempt for an individual to make a profit Um, at the expense of another person. It's the sales of humans.
0: Yes, and it's frightening to know that it is so prevalent within the United States. I mean, like I was saying in the intro, you just think of it in kind of a third world country where it's going on, but to know it's literally in your own backyard. It is. uh, 24.9 million
1: victims globally are trapped in modern day slavery. That's almost double the population of Illinois. And most people are like you. They Mm -hmm. have the idea that it only happens in faraway countries, or it only happens to foreign-born individuals. But Mm -hmm. we're really seeing a growing need in our community right here in in this area.
0: And one stereotype I think I had about it is I only thought of the sex trade aspect of it, but I hadn't even thought about the labor aspect. Like it it might be going on at your favorite restaurant.
1: Definitely. uh, One of the top venues would be food service or restaurants. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, other top venues for labor trafficking would be um, hotels, restaurants, residential brothels, which are Mm -hmm. commercial sex operations that are operating out of normal residential neighborhoods and homes. We're also seeing it in traveling sales crews, Mm. as well as carnival or fair work.
0: Oh, wow. Carnivals. That Mm -hmm. that makes sense because they're traveling all over. They really don't have that much access to people.
1: Right. So with the um, carnivals or the the fairs, they're looking for uh, people that are easily exploited. So oftentimes Mm -hmm. that's youth. Yeah. Um, Who definitely fall prey to this. And they also move from town to town with Mm -hmm. frequency. And so that's just another way that they can stay under the radar of law enforcement.
0: And so do they promise them money and then have them work and then they don't really give them the money and kind of like prod them along and with promises that they don't keep. How does that work?
1: Yeah. So usually there's some sort of uh, misrepresentation of what the job is going to look like that typically um, falls into the number of hours that they have to work as well Mm -hmm. as what salary they're going to bring home. And basically they are trapped in a situation oftentimes that they don't know how they even got into or how to escape.
0: Wow. That is frightening. What are some signs to look for? Sure. So
1: an individual who seems to be working against their will or in conditions that could be dangerous. Somebody who has been promised something and then they're not getting what they were promised. So Mm -hmm. there also is an element of force or abuse. So a lot of these situations, um, there's the physical force in order to keep them in the situation. Mm -hmm. For sex trafficking, oftentimes most victims are female. So we see a lot of females who are being controlled by a pimp mm-hmm. or a, a network of pimps. They're moved around from city to city pretty frequently and really are being exploited.
0: So now that this actually has a name, is there also some criminality attached to this? How are people prosecuted that are found guilty of trafficking humans? How does that work?
1: Sure. So human trafficking is both a state and federal crime, and it is called the Trafficking of persons. In uh, the year 2000, the um, Trafficking Victims Protection Act was uh, established, which really made human trafficking a federal crime. And then in the year 2005, the state of Illinois also established it as a crime.
0: How prevalent is the problem in our state?
1: Sure. So uh, in 2016, there were 202 cases of human trafficking. There also were over 26,000 calls to the human trafficking hotline. Mm-hmm for Illinois. For our community, we started providing services in late 2016, mm-hmm. and we've already seen about 20 uh, individuals who have reached out for help through both commercial sex and labor exploitation. So it's definitely happening mm-hmm. in our community.
0: How can people reach out for help?
1: Yeah, so there is a National Human Trafficking Hotline, which is one 888 7888. That hotline is a place where people can can get some resources. They also could anonymously uh, leave a tip if they're suspicious of activity in their community. Mm-hmm. Um, it, there are also service providers who who can help victims. But on a more local level, the Center for Prevention of Abuse is providing victim services. They also can reach us at our hotline, which is one 800 559 safe. And what we're able to provide would be the possibilities of emergency shelter or long-term housing referrals. We can help with immigration issues if they're Mm -hmm. foreign-born. We also can help them navigate other social service entities, for instance, if they were uh, needing public benefits. We have free counseling and really comprehensive and specialized case management services to help them get out of that situation and then be more self-sufficient on their own.
0: Have you, of the 20 that you've dealt with, Have some of the cases just been heart-wrenching to you? How do you manage that on a personal level when you realize these horrific conditions are occurring?
1: Yeah, we we certainly have heard some really hard stories from survivors who have come forward. One kind of pops into my mind where the individual was foreign-born from another country and was manipulated by a temporary employment agency who promised her a better life in the United States. And so she signed up. She was placed with a family who exploited her through what's called domestic servitude. Mm -hmm. So that would be your your general household slave. She was expected to do cleaning, taking care of an elderly family member, all of the housework, the cooking, and and all of that. But the problem with that was that they used force through physical violence to keep her. Mm -hmm. They also manipulated the aspects of the job as far as what she would be paid. She was forced to sleep on the laundry room floor. She was only fed one meal a day. Wow. Um, and she was denied medical care repeatedly. So th- that's one story that, that sticks out to me. Another one from a US citizen from our local area who met someone over the internet, met this person in person. And from the moment that she stepped foot in his car, she was forced into prostitution. Wow. Um, he used a common tactic of what traffickers do, which is branding their victim. And he actually tattooed his name on her. Her face.
0: On her face? Yeah, oh my um, God.
1: Very, very traumatic and horrific experience for her, and one that she has that constant reminder yes. every day of.
0: I can't even imagine that. And I'm wondering with so many people meeting people online, meeting people on dating sites, whether it's something kind of creepy. I think everybody should know by now Craigslist is kind of <laughs> creepy, but people still hook up on there. And even regular dating sites, I wonder how much that is used to lure people. People into trafficking
1: yeah thousands and thousands of people many minor children are being sold every day um, over the internet and it, it's something that is is pretty blatant you can get online today and you can look up you know illicit massage parlors for example mm-hmm. and you can find out where they're located and it's kind of like a, a yelp or a some sort of rating scale where people can leave reviews about the services that they're receiving there so it, it's pretty blatant it's in our face oftentimes Times mm-hmm. and we, as a community, really need to do something to, to change that. What do
0: you suggest we do?
1: Well, at the Center for Prevention of Abuse, not only are we providing victim services, but we're also providing really specific. Uh, community education and professional mm-hmm. training. So within this next year, we're really focused on first responders. So that would be local law enforcement, uh, medical professionals, really trying to make sure that they're given the information that they need to identify the crime of human trafficking and then how to effectively respond to that.
0: If you're receiving a service or you come across a person that you suspect might be working against their will, what should a person do? Should they approach that in? individual or bypass them and and try and report it to uh, authorities. Yeah, I
1: think that it depends upon their relationship with the person. If it's if it's a family member or a friend or someone that you have some sort of a relationship with, I would feel comfortable having you just ask some key questions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, is anyone forcing you to do anything that you don't want to do? The, the questions like that. If it's an individual that's a stranger to you, mm-hmm. I certainly wouldn't want um, someone to put themselves in danger. Yes. To uh, approach them. So a couple things you could do. You certainly, could call the national hotline and report that tip, which then they'll um, investigate. You also could call local law enforcement, depending upon what the situation is, and and ask for their support as well. And then if you just have a question and you want to run it through me, you could give me a call at the center and we could kind of walk through uh, what your concerns are and how we can best approach it.
0: Of the cases that you've dealt with, have any of them gone to court yet? Have any of the um, perpetrators been caught and Uh, prosecuted? Well, you know,
1: globally, there have been over 9,000 convictions for human trafficking or in 2016. So that's a lot of convictions. Unfortunately, we're not seeing a lot of convictions in our local community. The crime of human trafficking is often very difficult to investigate Mm -hmm. and then convict someone for. And so often what we're seeing are the perpetrators are are arrested for different crimes. Mm -hmm. So maybe a kidnapping or a domestic battery or sexual assault rather than the crime of of human trafficking.
0: Well I imagine that since there's so much mobility with a lot of these trades going on that it's probably hard to catch them because once they if they get wind at all that someone like the person they had enslaved is all of a sudden gone then they know that there's a good chance that that person has gone to authorities and they're just going to pick up and leave and go to the next town.
1: Yeah with this crime it's mobile so as soon as someone feels as though law enforcement is, you know, kind of on to them, they'll uh, pick up and move or they'll at least move the the girls out if it's a prostitution um, situation. So it's really hard to really see what's happening in that business or that establishment. Also, we're in a really good position just geographically in the state Mm -hmm. because we are in between Chicago and St. Louis, which are both huge hubs for human trafficking. I can imagine. And we also have intersecting interstates. So we've got um, 74, we've got I 80, we've got 55. So we're really in a, a hot spot for traffickers to move their victims.
0: And what areas in the state are you going to be covering with this wonderful new department? within the agency.
1: Yeah, so we're super excited about this department and the work that we're able to do. There is a a huge lack of services in the state of Illinois, and we are the licensed federal sanctioned grantee, federal grantee um, for the state of Illinois south of Kankakee. Mm -hmm. So that's a really big area. Um, So we're really focusing on reaching out to all local communities and offering these trainings and just making sure that people are aware of our services.
0: Well, I hope people do reach out and call the center and get the trainings because it's eye opening. Like when I sat in on your training, I had no clue. I felt kind Mm -hmm. of ignorant. I thought I had an idea, but I had no clue all the different aspects of human trafficking. So thanks for what you do. It's amazing. And it seems like the good thing is I seem to be hearing more about it in the media Nationally and locally So hopefully as there's more dialogue About it, there's more awareness And people will be on the lookout To help people and that hopefully A lot of the people that are in these situations Will be able to hear how they can get help I hope so too
1: Um, And and the other note that I would want to make Is that the more we can talk about the issue Of human trafficking, the more survivors Come forward Mm -hmm. And the more professionals are able To work with them
0: Yes, because I guess there has to be an element of trust there because I can just imagine someone, especially foreign-born, they may be fearful that, okay, I might be jumping out of the frying pan <laughs> into the <laughs> fire, so to speak. So yeah, to get the awareness out there and let them know that there's real, genuine help out there.
1: Yes, yeah, and we're we're ready and available to help anyone who is having an an issue with trafficking.
0: Well before we get out of here once again could you give us the national hotline number and then the local center for prevention of abuse contact information again?
1: Sure. So the national human trafficking hotline is 1-888-373-7888 and the center for prevention of abuse locally is 1-800-559-SAFE.
0: Well thank you Sarah. Do you have any parting words for people out there in the listening audience?
1: Just to 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 keep the the issue in your mind and if you do see something in your community or in your neighborhood that just does not seem right to you and you have that gut feeling that someone might be being exploited in this way to, to please reach out and try to get that person help.
0: Hey, as the saying goes, if you see something, say something. So thank you. Once again, we want to bring as much awareness to human trafficking as possible. So thank you, Sarah, for your time today. You've been listening to the Get Happy with Jay podcast. If you have any more questions? If you have any comments, please go to the website gethappywithj.com. Click on the comment section. We would love to hear your thoughts about our subject today, which is human trafficking. If you feel that you are aware of someone that's in trouble, reach out and get help. We've offered you the information here on the podcast, and I will list it again on the website. So thanks for your time, guys. Please remember to subscribe, review, and comment. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google. Google. Google Play, and of course, the website. So until next week, do something to make yourself happy. It's not selfish. It's self-care. Bye-bye.